In today's episode, we're going to take a look at the protagonist of the piece, Huckleberry Finn, and see how he compares to other figures throughout history who also brought slaves to deliverance. Understanding how Huck compares to similar figures both during the time period and well before the 19th century will help to better understand the various factors that contributed to the characterization of Huck that we see in the novel. Disclaimer to the listener, we understand that our podcast may encompass some potentially sensitive and controversial material and would like to make it clear that it is not our intention to offend anyone. All comments are simply our interpretation of an American classic. All episodes were recorded in one take and minor errors may be present in our content. This episode of Huck in History is brought to you by Chili's, your favorite American restaurant. Chili's has the largest selection of American cuisine that you could possibly ask for. And for a limited time only, grab your friend or any random stranger off the street and order Chili's $25 meal for two. It will be yummy in your tummy. Let's get on with our episode. Now we are going to be looking into how Huck compares to other historical figures. Let's say how Huck's behavior is similar to the conduct of these historical figures and to what extent does it differ. We're also going to be looking at their intentions in providing assistance as well and see how they compare with Huck's. So, originally, Huck Finn, a 13-year-old kid raised in a society um, that is for slavery, uh, grows up being an adventurous kid who doesn't really pay too much attention to it, eventually runs into Jim, begins a journey to down the Mississippi River with him, but isn't fully, fully, what's the word I'm looking, fully convinced that he wants to help Jim. Eventually, he does decide that he wants to help Jim, and they become closer, and Huck decides he's going to help him despite the fact that he knows that he's letting Miss Watson down. Um, another historical figure that somewhat relates to this is Levi Coffin, who uh, was only 15 when he started to help slaves in 1813. Uh, the difference between Huck and Finn with this, though, is that Levi Coffin grew up as a Quaker, so his belief from the beginning was more towards helping the slaves instead of being for the slaves. Yeah, and Huck absolutely. Was Huck was more, uh, I guess he was more careless as a, as a younger kid. Like, he didn't pay too much attention to it. But eventually, he begins to. So, they're, they're, they kind of started off with different mindsets towards slavery. But eventually, they both end up helping slaves. In Huck's case, a slave. But Well, yeah. That's well, like, well, like, absolutely. And... Like and I also think it's worth noting that uh, Quakers have uh, they, that they had been uh, prohibited from owning slaves uh, since 1776. So yeah, you know, that really provides Levi Coffin with a more like religious uh, intention and motivation. Yeah, yeah. So he grew up. He yeah, he definitely grew up with that mindset, and that's how he was raised in the society to help slaves instead of hurt them but um and then we can talk about harriet tubman who of course helped a mass amount of slaves whereas huck helped one but uh harriet tubman if you guys want to input on her i know you know a lot about harriet tubman but she she helped large amounts and she risked her life probably the most out of 
between Levi and Huck already just due to the fact that she continued to help slaves. She continued to go back, get them, get them out of where they were, and then lead them towards freedom. Yeah. Um, very bold. Something about Harriet Tubman, uh, she took actually 13 trips back to Maryland where she had been enslaved as a child, and she rescued around 70 people, and she knew that landscape in and out, and she uh she you know took part in a lot of bribing and smart communication along those trips to deliverance so yeah mm-hmm. yeah so uh with these uh with these three people Harriet Levi and Huck i think they're all similar but the person who sticks out to me the most who is most similar to Huck in my opinion is Moses so we're going back way we're going back to the BC times but i think it's important to acknowledge Moses's life and then compare it to Huck's situation. So Moses was actually raised as a prince of Egypt under the Pharaoh Ramses as a young child. So he grew up and Ramses, of course, owned mass amounts of slaves who would work for him. So Moses grew up understanding and believing that slaves were there to work for him and weren't actually People shouldn't be treated as people because they're simply workers. Um, um, Ramses, of course, as the pharaoh, he's not going to change the way society had been paved for thousands of years. But eventually, Moses began to feel differently about this. Um, Moses, eventually, if if you look back um, into the Old Testament of the Bible, you see that Moses actually begins to communicate with the slaves. As as he he kind of he kind of tricks the other um, leaders into believing that he's going and threatening the slaves, but he's actually going to speak with the Israelites and kind of help them, even though they didn't believe him. Um. So, and then of course everybody who isn't a slave is going to agree with the Pharaoh, right? Because the Pharaoh's gonna gonna put penalties on them if they don't. So everybody else besides the slaves is on the Pharaoh's side. Of course, Moses hasn't made it clear yet that he wants to help the slaves, but he's beginning to feel differently. But he isn't totally convinced, much as Huck starts to feel differently, but isn't totally convinced. I also want to point out that Huck is raised by Miss Watson and Pap and the people raised in the society where slavery is what should be going on. And Pap wants to do is abusive, but he also wants to do he wants to make Huck believe what is right in his mind because his father is selfish and he wants Huck to do everything that he wants him to do. So um, I think that's important to compare Ramses to Pap because they both kind of force these beliefs down their throats, down the throats of their sons. Um, so, but eventually um, Moses decides that he's going to start tricking his father into potentially getting the slaves out of Egypt, getting the Israelites out of Egypt, which through trickery and trickery and other events through his beliefs, the plagues, as we know, that happened a long time ago, he gets the, he convinces his father to let him and the Israelites, Israelites leave Egypt. Eventually, his father um, realizes the stupidity of his decision, in his opinion, of course, of what he did, and he sends his army to go and get Moses and the Israelites, much like Pap uh, formed the search crew to go look for um, 
Huck and Jim, of course, on a much smaller scale. But eventually, um, Moses has to lead. First off, he has to lead the Israelites through the Red Sea, which kind of compares to the Mississippi River, again, on a much bigger scale compared to the Mississippi River. But then he has to lead his people for years and years through the desert. And through all those years, not one Israelite was hurt, killed, starved, or any of that. All in order to lead them to the promised land that he promised he would bring them to once he realized that he wanted to help them. Much like Huck, who once he realized he wanted to help Jim, he was kind of like all in. Would you guys agree? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I, I think it's important to realize the the mindset the the mentality of Huck and Moses from the start to the finish because originally neither of them thought they'd ever be helping slaves or opposing their society but eventually they totally disregard that they decide they're going to bring the slaves their the slaves and their situations to deliverance in Huck's case the promised land in Moses's case which are both lands of deliverance Mm-hmm. he's going to bring them there and they're going to live how they should be and they're going to be treated how they should be which is I, important to which which stuck out to me the most because it's kind of like if you look at it event for event it, they really do correlate a lot I don't know if t- that was Twain's intention but I just with the fathers with the with the journey to the promised land with the people they had to get through to get there the trickery mm-hmm. I, I just think it relates a lot to one another. And that stuck out to me a lot when we were reading this book. Absolutely. And also like what's, what is, what's, what is very interesting is the fact that like Moses Coffin, Huck and Tubman all, all, you know, they all understood that, you know, that the society that they lived in, that like there was something that was wrong and that they like, I mean, like, I mean, with Huck and they have not been like, as like, straightforward like it wasn't like he ran away from um miss watson yeah in order to try to like save jim to start with but but they all realize that like that you know, like, like, they can act independently of the of the society of the values of these of the societies that they grew up in and that they kind of realize at some at least at some point that are sort of wrong also, what's in also what's interesting, like you know, like even if so, even though their actions are like very similar in the end in what they do, like their original intentions, like you know, like for example, like so, Coffin was pushed by his religious beliefs, much like Moses, who was also pushed by his beliefs. Whereas you know, Huck, at least. We can uh, infer perhaps that Huck was may have initially been pushed by convenience. Yeah. Because, like, when he's on the island, he's alone. And in some way, he may have felt that, like, uh, traveling with Jim would have a really um, prevented him from being lonely, but also may have. He's like, he's a 13 year old kid. Yes. He, he probably was scared. Oh, yeah. I'd be scared. Absolutely. And also, you know, like, you know, the having. Jim there may have may you know could help to provide help whether it's building the raft or mm-hmm. moving along or like just uh so like you know just helping him along the trip but the thing is the fact that they ultimately 
they all end up doing the same thing, which is bringing slaves to bringing slaves to freedom, which you know is something that you 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 talked about. And I think that's something that really really uh, is worth was worth looking into. Yeah. On. You know, they they knew that their society was opposing their, you know, their beliefs and they did it anyway. It just shows the mm-hmm. insurmountable amount of courage, bravery, grit, just any, all of the above. It's just, it's just amazing. Especially, you know, we know how young, you know, Huck is. He's 13. Yeah, and Levi's only 15 when he started. Right. And, and I mean, as well as Harriet, she was still, you know, she was not as young as them, but... You know, it was, she was still very young in terms of a, a whole entire lifespan, you know. It's just mm-hmm. it's just the amount of courage that went into these young individuals just shows, you know, it, it, it makes what it, it makes the the strength of our our history so significant. Like all great adventures, the series is quickly coming to a close. It feels like we just began, but with only one more full episode before us, there is no escaping the facts. Join us next time for our final episode where we will take a look at the Underground Railroad.